What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Kicks and Picks Podcast. Nick, Scotty, Coach Steve, back with you. Full house. We got some grievances to air out for you all. We got our buy or sell and, of course, our hat trick of picks, our locks of the week. Boys, probably our, I don't know statistically, but it felt like it was our worst week of the year last week. I know we were sweating it out through the end. We wound up four and six. We're only down two units, but what could have been? How are you feeling after that? Well, I mean, I, I will say I ha- I felt decent about my week. I bounced back, but the collective, it was a rough week for us after I had a couple of rough weeks and you guys carried me. So that was unfortunate, but the, the you know, pod lock now seven oh, weeks in a row, that's huge. Scorching. I mean, we're on fire right now that Torino, Udinese, both teams to score no. Scotty called it, we rode with it, and, and it didn't hit. Now, Scotty did call something else, though, and I, this is where we have to air our grievances, Nick. Scott was spreading fake news about Roma capitulating. Mourinho's going to be on the, the chopping block soon. He'll be out the door. They're going to lose at Empoli. He even went as far as making Empoli a lock last week plus half a goal. Well, that that ended in about six minutes in the match when Roma was up 2 nothing after, I think, six minutes. I will say I didn't make it a lock, but I did bet Roma to keep uh, win to nil and over one-and-a-half team total, and it, and it hit. I was right on the money. I had that 2 nothing feeling before the match. I don't know, Scott. Spread a lot of fake news. I know your your props and Nick's props that you said preseason are starting to look a little uh, little iffy. First of all, there was absolutely no fake news. In fact, my my take was dialed in up until the final hour. In which case, I I just had to ride with it. I'm not going to bail yeah. out. I, I literally had circled the Napoli match, the match and the uh, Empoli match as the turning point in the season for Roma. And when the Mourinho out brigade would start, I circled that back in the beginning of October. And so at this point, I've come all this way. I was on the precipice of being a, a clairvoyant and having yeah. nailed that. And it just so happened that Empoli conceded in the first five minutes, which you can't do against the Mourinho team. If you concede that early on against the Mourinho team, and then they conceded again, like what, 10 minutes later, not even? Not even. I think they were both within the first six or seven minutes. Yeah. So you, you can't do that against the Mourinho side. If they had just been able to like, you know, keep their composure for, 10 minutes and i think they actually i mean i'm sure Mourinho let them but they had the majority of possession and, and they looked decent after that it was just not a good start so i do not apologize i also said it wasn't even like this empoli team was pathetic coming into this they hadn't lost a match against against a team that's not napoli since i think it was october 30th yeah. so all i needed was again i didn't take the money line I took them draw no bet or actually double chance excuse me took them double yep. chance uh, at plus 160 i stand by my pick I don't, you could be, I don't know why you'd be offended by this. I think it's a, a credit to Roma for, for coming through with this, but it, it is what it is. I stand by my pick. I don't well, think there's the other thing. bad takes there whatsoever. So uh, you got to give Scotty credit because through certainly the first third of the season, first half of the season, it was looking correct, right? Roma is one of, we'll get into it, but they're one of the beneficiaries of other teams around them not being very good. Uh, no, they're beneficiaries of other teams around them getting 15-point deductions. That is what I was, next point I was going to make. Okay, and he, he mentioned the Napoli match, which Roma lost. And he mentioned, he didn't mention it, but right up on the heels of them losing in the Coppa Italia to who? Cremonese. 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 Oh, zero okay. wins in the league. So in, in fairness to Scott, had they lost this game, I think he would have been 100% spot on. I was on the precipice of nailing this take from the beginning of October. I don't. I should get more credit for that than, than I am. I, I, I was two-thirds of the way 
correct on this week. And I just, I lost the third leg. Yeah. It happens all the time. You make a, a three leg parlay, you hit the first two legs, you lose the third leg a hundred percent of the time. So in that defense, maybe I should have known that Roma were going to win, but I'm not going to hedge my, my parlay at that point. So, so Scotty, our teams fucking suck. We'll get into that in, in a little bit, but let's, let's coach Steve ride high right now. Roma's feeling good. Roma's looking good. Um, back on July 26th, three of us, we were texting back and forth. We put together some Roma player props and I want to give everybody an update on where these are. Uh, so coach, you, you'll have to fact check us, but we came in, in the league, Dybala under 25 and a half games played. How are we looking? He's played in 15 league matches so far. So some might say we're looking pretty good. I, I feel good about that one. Okay. There's, there's 15 matches left. 16. You guys, that you, this, were you a match week 22? Uh, I got the table here. So he would have to play 10, 11 of the last 17 16. matches left. 17 matches okay. left. So he's got to play 11 matches of the last 17. So he can only miss six. And they got Europe coming up? Yes. The Europa League next yeah. week. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I like that. I feel good about okay. that one. Dybala under nine and a half league goals. Seven goals already. That one's so iffy. So it's iffy. I think you'll have to play at least 20 matches for that to be a potential. Okay. So I'm with you. Jose Mourinho over two and a half red cards. Oh, he's got to be over by now. He's over. All right. That's yeah, a, he's that's, a be. that's a win. Okay. I can remember uh, at least two. There's probably a third somewhere. Okay, let's let's well let's at least agree he'll definitely get one more. He'll yes, we're we're yeah. locked in for one more. Okay, Ibanez over two and a half own goals. Now we're going to take a little bit of liberty with this because scoring is is iffy. But has he contributed to three direct goals off of his mistakes or off of his body? Probably. Or if not, we're tracking. M- most likely, most likely, okay. I'd say. Okay. And then the last one, Rick Karsdorp under 0.5 haircuts. I don't know. He's been, he has not been seen for about two months now. So it, it's hard to tell. I mean, he keeps it pretty tight on the sides, you know? So he, I feel like he needs haircuts if he's keeping That's it. That's what I same, mean. He but... never gets one. Yeah. That dude's hair be flopping around as he misses fucking de- <laughs> uh, attackers all game. <laughs> yeah. All I mean, right, we so... got to see. He's apparently reintegrated in the team. So we'll have to see. We'll have to see. He's going to make a comeback. So Zaniolo's out. Back. He's back in. Yeah. Apparently he apologized. Zaniolo uh, just burned too many bridges. All right. Well, coach's team is riding now. We had to knock you down just a little bit. Remember, July 26th, Scott and I came up with these props. And Nick, to make you feel better about the Dybala prop, he scored two goals in the game against Fiorentina, but yeah. hasn't scored since, other than that, since the World Cup. So do we know game, how many of his goals but... are, are um, penalties, set pieces, anything like that? Figure that out for you. What were you gonna say, Coach? Go for it. I was gonna say he has contributed plenty of assists. Oh, that's not well, that, that's not the bet, Coach. It's if you not bet somebody to score, just saying, and they get an assist. I'm just saying that bet. he has been doing a lot more that's than the bet. Scoring coach. goals. That is not the bet. Well, Coach. In any case, man, uh, Roma pretty much prime for top four. We're gonna get into that in a in a quick second, but. Um, just a reminder for everybody still scorching fucking hot for the season. We're up just about 40 units, 119 wins against 74 losses, 12 draws game of the week, 13, three and three, seven straight. Absolutely hot. So make sure you're riding with us. Um, also, if you want to become a patron on Patreon kicks and picks or kicks, picks pot, I don't even know what we're, we're called. One of those two, um, we are giving you guys write-ups. We're giving you player props, boys, 
I think you guys nailed every single player prop this weekend. If I'm not yeah, mistaken. props went well. Uh, I think we so the easiest one and the, maybe the biggest cash was Harry Kane two shots on target. That was, I mean, that was a winner after like 20 minutes, and that was plus 175. Um, and then we had uh, Bardona to score. That was easy plus 150. I think he had a PK. PK. Um, so yeah, we're, we're doing pretty well. Absolutely. So keep an eye out for all of that. And uh, certainly if you, if you don't have time to listen to the full episode, we can, we write up all our picks so everybody could see. So shout out to everybody who supports us there. Um, let's just get right into it. Buy or sell. Um, we got two of the trashiest games possible coming up this week, but they're near and dear to our hearts. Let's start off with you, Scotty Liverpool versus Everton, the trashy side Derby, if you will. Yeah, I mean, two teams that are in as bad a form as they've been in coming into a Merseyside derby in, in years, probably. I think you'd probably have to go back to like the Hodgson era for for Liverpool and maybe a time where Everton were struggling as well. But Liverpool sitting comfortably in the middle of the table, Everton sitting currently in the relegation zone. Now that Leeds drew United, um, they've moved above them in the, the uh, table. Uh, Liverpool, though, worst team in the league in 2023. Easy no questions about it. They have just one point in the league um, this year. Wout Feist, the defender for Leicester, is actually their leading goal scorer with two own goals. Um, nobody else in Liverpool has more than one. So that's a, wow. a tough stat considering it is February 8th. Um, meanwhile, Everton, credit to them, just pulled up a, probably the upset of the season so far, Has I'd be. say, beating Has Arsenal be. 1-0. Uh, a classic Sean Dyche performance where he just sits back, he absorbs all the pressure and gets a goal on the counter. So uh, looking good for Everton in that sense. I don't know that, you know, Sean Dyche is the you know future for Everton. I don't think Sean Dyche is the future for any club, but he can certainly get you out of a relegation scrap. And I think he will do that for Everton. Um, the good news for Liverpool is there's been just one Everton win in their last 12 Merseyside derbies, and that actually came during Liverpool's CB crisis of 2021. So for those of you who don't recall that, it's when all of Liverpool's center backs were injured and they were playing Jordan Henderson, uh, Gino Wijnaldum, and uh, Ozan Kabak uh, as their center backs. So they did lose that game 2-0. I think there was a Richarlison goal um, and maybe a, a Sigurdsson goal. but Might be Richarlison's last goal. Could be, could be. Um, so the question here, Nick and coach, are we buying or are we selling Everton getting a win at Anfield? So Everton to win is plus 500, Liverpool to win minus 195. The draw is plus 340. What do you think? Dude? Does Everton get, they just beat Arsenal. Arsenal's a lot better team than Liverpool right now. I think they can get a double win, back-to-back wins. And just a friendly reminder, when our friend Steve Strudeau is on the podcast, Nick and I said that Everton had over three and a half wins left in the season for them. They're already at one. If they beat yes. Liverpool this time, this week, it'll be two. Nick, I'll start with you. Do you think they get it here? I, I want to say they get it because you and I have um, unofficially bet that, as you just mentioned. Um, I absolutely cannot take or trust Liverpool at minus 195. Uh, I wrongly trust they them. Do? They, they are due? very due. They're exceptionally are they due. due. They are they are the duest they could possibly be. But that are didn't they? work out for me last week. <laughs> um, so I'm I'm really honestly very scared of this match. This is something where I possibly take Everton double chance or Everton plus a goal plus one and a half something in that realm. I don't know what the number is. I, I'm not going to spoil I'll, a number because I'll give I know you the somebody number has right it. Now. 
Um, well, okay. I'll, I'll give you the numbers because that's what I was going to say. I was I was going to say I don't trust either team to get a win uh, in this form, and I probably see Everton approaching the match very similar to the way they approached Arsenal. You know, absorb pressure, and Liverpool's not scoring much, like Scotty said, right? So it's a team struggling to score. They're going to play a team fighting relegation who's going to look to not concede on the road in a derby. I think it's very possible to draw, or maybe they can find a goal in the counterattack. The double chance plus 145 for Everton. If I'm taking something, that's what I'm taking. Yeah. I don't trust them to win. Going back to Scott's original buy or sell, I'm selling them to to be, you know, a likely win, but uh, a double chance is a, a very likely outcome, in my opinion. So, what I like here, just looking at the numbers, I'm going to buy under two and a half at plus money. I think that doesn't make much sense to me. Um, for everything Scott just said, for literally everything he just said, that number seems too good to be true. That might be my rat line of the week, but I will absolutely buy under two and a half goals at plus one hundred five. Yeah, that's a that's a crazy number. Like I, I've triple checked that number because I swear it's just reversed. Because there's no way that Liverpool are getting multiple goals in this game. I know Liverpool's defense has been bad, but I'd also don't see them conceding like two or three goals to to Everton. I mean, maybe they do. Maybe that's how they lose this game is, you know, Everton run the the show on them. They put three by him, but uh, that underline is, yeah, it's definitely feels like a trap line, but right. You got to take the cheese sometimes coach. What do you think? Yeah, I I can see the, the under being more likely. I I am surprised it's such a a big spread of almost 40, you know, 0.4 units uh, between the over and the under, but the under seems more likely based on the way Everton's going to approach the match, the way Liverpool's struggling to score. This this feels to me like a one nothing, maybe a one one, or even a zero zero type match is what it feels like. Now someone could get that second goal out on the break, and maybe someone gets a consolation goal late. But in in all likelihood, I do see this staying under. So, so that's kind of where I'm at. Like it's it's either a zero or one goal game, or it's an over game. Like I, if it's one yeah. one, you feel like somebody gets the winner. Yeah. I mean, I'll give you guys some history too. There was a period in time not too long ago where I think there was like four or five straight uh, Merseyside Darbies where it was one or fewer goals scored. It was just a constant like yeah. zero, zero, one, zero, because it was just very cagey. It was, you know, pre-clop um, where, you know, neither team had a great offense and Everton were just there and existing to, you know, spoil Liverpool's day. So they were happy to sit back and just absorb all the pressure. And um, I could definitely Scotty- see it be one of those. And brings uh, up the, the first matchup, zero, zero. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that again. But Scotty does bring up a phenomenal point. Liverpool are due. They're very, very, very due. <laughs> no, and that, and that is dangerous. If if you think this is Liverpool of like yesteryear, maybe they're due. No. But this is not a Liverpool of yesteryear. This is No, hey, listen, team. we're, we're at and the they've point where... have been a bad where, team all season long. No, there's no doubt. You're absolutely right. And we're at the point where um, you and I need to win a bet against Zerudi and... Liverpool are who they are, right? <laughs> They're going to finish somewhere between sixth and tenth. I don't know. Like the three losing three points here doesn't really hurt them. No. And just to they, give some historical backing to Scott's theory on the under, last ten head to heads in, in the derby, uh, only three overs. Yeah, there you go. I mean, that's the bet. That's a hundred percent what I'm buying out of this group of bets. All right. So from one trash team to another. Oh. Lazio playing Atalanta. Lazio coming off that nail biter, one one draw <laughs> against Hellas Verona. Um, meanwhile, Atalanta coming off a one zero loss to Sassuolo. So two very disappointing performances from both clubs. Both clubs, though, still unlike Liverpool, in reach of a top four position, getting Champions League spot. 
buy or sell winner of this match puts themselves in the driver's seat for that top four spot, qualifying them for Champions League. Lazio are plus 130 on the money line. Atalanta plus 195. The draw plus 230. Coach, I'm going to start with you because I know Nick's going to have lots to say. Now, first thing I'm going to say is I have a bone to pick with Nick's team. And I, I shame on me. Shame on me for trusting our bitter rivals to, to win me some some money because the lines in that match against Hellas were just too good to be true. Uh, I bid on the Lazio first half, Lazio money line, and Lazio team total over 1.5 because they were all so good. And they're playing Hellas, who we call Hellas B. We replaced the A with the B for a reason uh, often, right? And Lazio got a miracle goal from Pedro right before halftime. So at least one of those bets canceled out one of the other losers. But man, they played like shit from from what I from what I read. It was during the workday, so I didn't get to watch the match. And from what Nick told me, but um, in terms of winner of this match putting themselves in the driver's seat for a top four spot, ask me after the Milan match on Friday uh, if they're in the driver's seat, quote unquote. Because if Milan drops points on Friday, then I could see that the winner of this match having the upper hand. Uh, but if Milan rebounds and wins, um, and the results go right for Roma on Saturday as well, then I don't, I don't buy either of these teams being in a driver's seat, so to speak. Um, but if Milan drops points again, and one of these teams can decisively win this match, I, I could see it. The thing is, I don't trust either of these teams right now after last week. Sassuolo coming off that loss against, or rather, Atalanta coming off the loss to Sassuolo, who has not been great, although they did beat Milan the week before. Uh, Hellas is in the relegation zone. Lazio's big issue, though, is they drop games to the, the terrible Everyone. teams. Everyone. The, the, yeah, the crap teams. Uh, and they find ways to get results against good teams. So maybe this is a match where Lazio gets it done at the Olimpico, but Atalanta is good on the road. They already got it done at the Olimpico against Roma this year when Roma was in a pretty good spell. Um, I don't trust either team, honestly. Um, and like I said, in terms of driver's seat, it depends on the Milan result. For me. Do you want me to answer the buy or sell, or do you want me to go on my soapbox first? I want you to answer the buy or sell first. I am buying that if there is a winner in this match, that team is in pole position for a top four spot. Absolutely, I am. I'm on record of this podcast saying I think Inter is locked in. At this point, I really think Roma is locked in. Um, so those are three spots taken up. I think if somebody can win this match head-to-head, they definitely have the leg up. Milan is in absolute free fall. Um, and that's just kind of where I'm at. All right, before um, so, you get in your soapbox, I want you to remember that you said that because if Lazio yeah. win and then three weeks from now you're doom and gloom because they're no longer playing well and you don't think they're going to make the top four, I'm going to say three weeks ago you said they're going to be in pole position to win top four. Yeah, no, I think if it's there, if they win this match, fourth spot is theirs to lose. I, I will stand okay. by that. They, that's not to say they hold won't you lose to that. it. It's not to say they won't lose it, but it's theirs to lose. Okay. And I'm sure they will blow it it up in disastrous fucking fashion. (laughs) So first and foremost, (laughs) everything Steve said was correct. Um, I think in this game, Atalanta are a better, more well-rounded team. They have more consistency from the coaching position and they have guys who are actually putting the ball in the net regularly. So um, on paper, this line doesn't exactly make sense to me. I think Atalanta quite honestly, probably wins this match. That being said, Lazio has beaten Inter, Milan, Atalanta, Roma. They lost the 2-1 game to Napoli, but literally everybody else around them, they have beaten. Um, so they seem to perform really, really well against Atalanta. I'm pretty sure we've won games against them like every year for the past three or four years, if not more. Um, 
they're at home. That might help a little bit, but they just can't seem to hold out playing defense for 90 minutes. Doesn't matter who they're playing. Uh, the last five or six weeks, I think the only team they had a shutout against was Milan, and, and we know how that went. So it's really, really tough for me to say Lazio could win this match. I just don't see it. I think they give up at least a goal. They probably give up two. They've needed some magical moments from some of their players to get goals. Uh, Immobile clearly is still not healthy. He's not seeing a lot of the ball. He can't even complete 60 minutes. And we have nobody coming off the bench to slide in for him. So I'm really wondering why the numbers are like this. What do the books know that we don't know? Um, and if Atalanta wins this match, yeah, to me, they're, they're cruise control of the Champions League. I, I, I don't see them dropping the same points that Lazio and Milan will drop. All right. Well, we will leave that there uh, and we will go on to our last. Wait, what about you? You didn't, you didn't buy or sell. Uh, I mean, I'm not going to buy that. The winner of this team is in pole position because again, both teams are so inconsistent and poor that I can see them throwing away whatever lead they get this week within, like I said, within two or three weeks. So if Lazio win, then they might be riding high for all of two weeks, but then come end of February, they may have found themselves dropping points and Adelaide have already caught back up. So I don't buy it. Um, just for that reason. I think a loss does more damage than a win does help for either of these teams in this match. If that makes sense in, in, the, in the big picture. That's fair. All right, Nick, can I move on? Yeah. Are we done? done. With Lazio? We're okay. done. All right. Uh, last one. It's a midweek matchup. So uh, we won't have an episode out before then, but it's arguably the biggest match in the premier league to date. It is Arsenal versus Manchester City. Arsenal right now have a five-point lead and a game in hand against City in that title race. Um, City, meanwhile, they did win that FA Cup matchup, I think, two weekends ago. So put up a good performance there. I think it was a one-nothing win. Coach, I'm going to start with you. Are you buying or selling this as a must-win game for City? Arsenal are plus 185 on the money line. <coughs> City plus 145. So slight favored for, for City. Do they, if they lose this game, is is it Arsenal's title? I think if they lose, it's Arsenal's title, I do. Especially with the game in hand, it's already five points. I would make it eight, possibly 11. After Arsenal lost the match to Everton on Saturday, I was like, oh, maybe, you know, City might put the pressure on them before that matchup. And then my lock got unlocked because Tottenham ended up beating them. Um, City did not play well on Sunday. Yeah, not not much offense going forward, um, as you would expect. I think it was a one nothing final. But I do think if if City does not win, they're in they're in deep trouble. A draw keeps them alive, I think, because it's a road match, uh, and Arsenal would still have to go to City. But you still have to make up five other points elsewhere uh, if Arsenal wins their match in hand, of course. So I I, I do I think this is a must win for City to, um, not I I, guess I instead of saying must win, I would say it's a can't lose match for City. Oh, I like right, that. Nick. I like that. No, that's that's good terminology right there. I think um, I'm absolutely buying that a point for Arsenal is all they need in this match. I like this draw line at plus 285. I think that is too big of a number for a match like this. Arsenal draw no bet is plus, money, uh, plus 105. I, I don't mind that. I think psychologically Arsenal could put them away if they get this win. They, they'll... It, and it's not to say that City is going to falter because I can see City going on a run of you know 15 games, barely dropping a point. But it's going to tell Arsenal everything they need to know about who they are, 
and the fact that, you know, the title's in their hands and um, they seem to be pretty damn hungry and they haven't, they've bounced back from losses, very few losses, but they've bounced back pretty damn well so far this year. So um, I could see them doing it. And and I like, I like the draw plus 285. I think that's a big number. Yeah, I, I am going to buy it. I think uh, for a couple of reasons, you know, as coach mentioned, an eight point lead game in hand, that's pretty heady in, in this title race. Um, I also think it'll do, it'll shift gears for city. They'll, I think we'll shift away their focus from the league and they'll be focused on champions league. So that'll help kind of, you know, maybe potentially broaden that gap. I don't think they're going to be trying to chase down arsenal when they've won whatever it was six titles in the last eight seasons or something like that. So, um, not exactly or five, I forget what the number is uh, something large. So I, I just don't see them prioritizing the league. If they start to fall behind that much, I think they'll just focus right on champions league since that's been their elusive white whale. I think the other thing too is, and I'll put my you know tinfoil cap on with everything that's going on now with the city investigations and the financial you know duplicity that they've been you know accused of that's popped up this week. I think there's a bit of a distraction there. Um, I think Pep is going to be getting asked a lot of questions during these mm-hmm. uh, English games, Premier League games about the the financial doping and oh, yeah. cover ups and whatever. I think it's going to you know, drain him. Um, so I, I think there's going to be a, a difficulty in focus there. And then lastly, and this will be my last point. Um, this is not the same city team that's been around for like the last five or six years. I'm actually kind of jealous of Arsenal um, because the defense has been pretty bad. They've been trotting out, you know, Akanji and Ake as their, their center backs for the last you know month and a half or so. I mean, yes, they have Erling Holland up top, but um, hasn't really been, you know, joined by much uh, attacking uh, cohesiveness outside of some appearances by Gundawan. And, and now they're using Alvarez a little bit more, but Grealish, we kind of joke about, hasn't been great. Bowden's been good, but he's been kind of inconsistent. So in and out of the lineup and, you know, not that, you know, uh, typical Robin to, to Holland's Batman. Uh, so it, it's just, it has not been that well-rounded machine that Pep's teams usually look like. So, uh, even if they were to focus on the league and, and not really you know, take their, their, their eyes off the prize with this, I, I don't know that they would chase down an 11 point lead over Arsenal. I agree. Well, that's it for buy or sell. Um, we will now get into our hat trick of picks. I'm going to try and do better than we did last week. Can't do worse. Do worse. Yeah. It'd be <laughs> hard to do worse. Uh, so I'll kick things off since I was 0 and three. So let's get off the snide early. We just talked about the uh, Merseyside Derby and the lines there. My first lock of the week is Everton plus one. Uh, it's even money right now at plus 100, which seems crazy. So like we said, Liverpool can't score. They just cannot score. Everton and Sean Dyche, the way that they set up, they're not going to concede or not going to concede easily. I definitely do not see Liverpool scoring two goals here. So I think at a very worst, if Liverpool get a 1-0 win, you get your money back. But realistically, all Everton have to do is play half as well as they did against Arsenal last weekend, and this should be an easy cash. And at even money, it's a no-brainer. So Everton plus one, lock. I mean, I feel like at very worst, this is Bush. Yeah, I I cannot see Liverpool scoring two goals in this game. All right, I'm going to stay in the Premier League here. I'm going Brighton money line plus 105 at Crystal Palace. Your squad. Yeah, I mean, Deservey's been doing a great job. Brighton's been in great form under him. Uh, they've only dropped two points in the 2023 portion of the calendar year. Um, Palace, on the other hand, has struggled um, to find results since the turn of the calendar. 
I'm backing the team that has a shot at still finishing in the Europe European places. They're still within reach of Spurs with uh, Europa League being fifth spot because they have uh, two matches in hand or five back of Spurs. Um, and yeah. Palace is, you know, kind of comfortably mid table. Uh, they don't necessarily need results as badly as a team pushing for Europa League. And uh, Zaha, as far as I know, will be out again. So their their goal scoring threat is limited in this one. I, I like Brighton. Ride them till they lose. I'm with it. Um, all right, guys. So I have to go super desperate mode here. Um, not in a good way, but we got a lot of a lot of fans, a lot of listeners who who ride this team. So I apologize in advance, but the first pick has to be Milan money line against Torino. They're at home, minus one thirty. It is absolutely a must win game for Milan. There's no exceptions about that, and Torino just can't score. Um, I mean, like at maximum, they put in one goal a game. It's every other game or every three games. Even they played each other in the cup a couple weeks ago, a month ago, probably at this point. Took 116 minutes for Torino to score a goal in that one. So I, I think Milan figures it out a little bit. Um, they shut them down. And I feel like this is the game. Liao gets a starting spot back and maybe Giroud figures it out. Maybe Origi finally has a good game. Milan has to win it. I just, I can't even get past that the number is this good. It has to do with form, but it's a must win game. I got to ride with them. The only time Torino gets two goals is when I have Empoli um, money line and they are draw no bet and they give up two after they're up two nothing to Torino. That's the only time you get the inefficient offense versus the leakiest defense. Although they did better against Inter, but still very leaky defense. Yeah. But I, I, I don't know. I mean, just I want to hold on a little bit of discussion. We, we talked about Atalanta and Lazio and Roma. What do you guys make of Milan? I mean, do they turn it around? Do either of you have them in top four? Not right now. I don't. Um, but I do think they are. They, I don't think they're going to be as much of a disaster that they've been in the last month. I think they'll figure it out, but it's not going to be enough to get them into the top four. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. This this will be interesting. This is a big match for them because they've got Spurs looming on Tuesday in the Champions League. So how much rotation can Pioli do? I know they have a lot of injury issues. So that are they looking ahead? Do they mail in Champions League or do they even have a shot in the Champions League? Um, and then it's Monza, Atalanta, Fiorentina. So not an easy stretch for them still, um, sandwiched in between those two Spurs matches. This is a must-win game. This is the easiest yeah. game they have in the next 10. Now that I look at the schedule, this is probably the must win because even Mons has been very tough. Just ask Juventus about that, right? So, yeah, this is probably a must win. Atalanta, Milan, uh, Fiorentina, it, tough, tough. That's that. So I, I put zero. I'm not zero. I shouldn't say that. I put 25% betting expertise into this. 75% they have to fucking win the game. They, they have no choice. And that's I have to be as transparent with you guys as I possibly can. That's where this pick landed. All right. I mean, if it's been a winning formula in the past, might as well stick with it. Moving on to my next lock of the week. I'm going with Tottenham money line there. Plus 115 at Leicester city. Tottenham are back in their groove. They had a great performance against city. You know, we know they've played city well in the past, especially at home. So not a huge surprise there, but still, I think the offense is starting to click a bit better. You know, Kane, son, Kulisevsky, the usual guys are, are the ones that are you know driving the offense. So Seems to be like they're on the right or on the right track again. Yes, they're going to be without Christian Romero, so probably their best best defensive player going to miss out because he picked up that red card at the end of the game. But at the end of the day, it's it's still Leicester. Uh, Leicester had a good result against Aston Villa, but 
this season, they've just been pretty below average at best. Um, they were in last place for the first, whatever, two and a half months of the season. Got rid of Rodgers, have kind of gotten things a little bit better, but the squad itself is just lacking in talent. Vardy is ancient, and they struggle to score goals most of the time. So I don't think it's going to be a huge loss for Tottenham to not have Romero in this one. I'm not going to overthink it. Tottenham at plus money for this you know, untalented or lack of talent. Leicester side, I think, is incredible value. All right, I'm going a place I don't usually go too often, which is my my favorite team. I'm going with Roma, money line minus 110 at Lecce. Lecce has been tricky for, for big teams, especially at home. Uh, that being said, Roma's coming off probably one of its more complete performances of the season against Empoli, that 2-0 victory where they did not concede much. They scored two good set-piece goals. Um, Tammy's starting to find the back of the net a little bit. I think Roma gets the job done and continues to solidify its top four place with uh, at least one of Atalanta or Lazio dropping points this week. I will say I... In in looking at picks the last couple of days, this was one of my favorites. I'm, I'm a little upset Steve took it. I think that number just is unreal for Roma. There's no way that they don't fucking win this game. Guaranteed. Stamp it. Find out. 10 and 0 week starts with that, <laughs> even though that's probably a Sunday game. Saturday. Saturday yeah. game. There you go. All right. So one of our featured matches, we talked about it. Two teams, Trash, Lazio, Atalanta. Both teams need the win. Neither team can defend both teams historically for a year and a half, almost two years now that we've been doing this have been our go-to easy overs teams in Italy. We can't stop now. Uh, so over two and a half, it's minus minus one twenty-five. Also Lookman is on an incredible run of form. Lazio's D, as I mentioned earlier, um, they've been much better, but they are really struggling to put a solid 90 minutes together. I cannot see them shutting Atalanta out. Um, I think at some point Lazio, you know, they've been hot and cold on offense, but they're certainly generating chances. And I think both of these teams excel from set pieces. That's a key. Um, and Lazio cannot defend set pieces. So, um, I don't think Adelante is very good at defending them either, if, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so I, I think we can expect to see a set piece goal over two and a half seems like free money. Um, let's just ride with it. And All just right. something to like about Atalanta on the road, they have the the third best scoring rate on the road with 18 goals so far this season. They, they've, they've been the past four or five years under Gasparini, a very good road team, which should set up for goals. Yeah. All right. Well, wait, close things this out. Way, hold on. Sorry, Scotty. Go we talked it. about Mourinho out. Uh, we can start the Saudi out movement when if they don't win this game. No. I'm ready to get on that. Well, well <laughs> maybe. I, I We do need a good manager out movement coming up. We need to be the first on somebody. Okay. So if you want it to be Saudi, then fine. It, it might be Pioli. He might so, beat him to it on Friday. So I will say that in the way that all of Roma fans have done this complete 180 about Zaniolo, and now, you know, he was the savior for two years. Now everybody hates him. All of my Lazio friends are now starting to see the light and they're doing the same thing about Saudi. They're starting to see that this guy is a fucking fraud. And I mean, part of it's not his fault. The team, that, no, who are you going to no, bring in? Nobody, right? Because who the fuck would want to work for that owner and that sporting director? They both suck. They don't sign anybody. They don't spend any money. So I feel bad for him, but he's incapable of change and there's nowhere to go for this team. I mean, fourth place is a ceiling in a, a, a year where five out of the six teams that are usually competing for that spot suck. So that's not good. This is a seventh place team in a normal year. It's also like one of their best finishes in what? How many years? Since they COVID finished year. third. Yeah, they finished third in COVID year or second or third. Okay. But 
Was that? Yeah, I'm no, sorry. The, the, but that, my point stands. This is a seventh place team in a normal year. Okay. All right. We'll we'll be the first ones to let everyone know when the Saudi out movement has officially begun. Fact. All right. Moving on to my third final lock. This is the lockiest of locks. I don't. If this one loses and I end up going zero three again, then I retire from gambling. Uh, it's Newcastle to keep a clean sheet. It's plus one hundred five. They're playing Burnmouth. Newcastle have by far the best defense in the Premier League, and it's not close. They've conceded just twelve goals in twenty-one league games this season. And if you want to talk about a tale of two seasons, two of those goals were against Liverpool at home, which is crazy to think about. Um, on the flip side, Burnmouth. Here's a fun stat for you guys have lost their last six Premier League matches on Saturdays without scoring a single goal. And this match is happening on Saturday. So there's just too much going in the right direction here for me to think that Newcastle are going to win this game with a clean sheet. And so I'll take plus 105. I'm not even going to take a Newcastle combined because I think if you want to take Newcastle to win with a clean sheet, it's plus 140. I'm not going to get greedy. I'm just going to take Newcastle to keep a clean sheet, plus 105. That way if they somehow choke away and, and don't score a single goal, I can still cash my ticket. So if this one doesn't win and I go 0-3, I officially retire from giving locks. All right. I'm going back to the well again, boys. Union Berlin, uh-huh. RB Leipzig. Big match uh-huh. in the Bundesliga this week. These, these are two of the teams we discussed last week that are you know, somewhat of a threat to Bayern so, still at this point because Bayern started the year slow. They did get a big win last weekend, but um, Union kept pace. RB fell back a little bit. Union comes in one point behind RB, four points behind. This is at Leipzig. So I, th- I think they're a deserving favorite. Um, it's just the number that they're they're favored by. To me, it's crazy because Union's been very good, uh, even yeah. on the road. They have the third best road record in the league. I'm going to get you the, mon- uh, the money lines quickly because I just want to point out how big of a discrepancy there is, which which was shocking to me. So let me just pull it up real quick. So, like... Union is the the undervalued team to like Liverpool's overvalued team, right? Like the yeah, book still very haven't much caught so. on. Yeah, it's fair. They, they they really haven't caught on to them. It, it really is crazy. So, Nick, you haven't looked at the money lines, I'm sure, and no. neither have you, Scotty. Get guess what the the money line is for each team at RB. So based on your outrage, I'm going to say that Red Bulls probably like a plus one thirty five, and Union's probably like a plus three fifty. I would say Red Bull is minus. I would say they're like minus 120. What are you saying for our union? Yeah, plus 350. I kind of gave it away with my, my you know, uh, surprise. But RB is minus 145 at the moment. Oh. And union is plus 390 oh. on the money line. Yeah. Uh, the, okay. the second place team who has been very good on the road this year, uh, draw no bet is plus 265. So... Part of me really wants to go draw no bet, but to give myself a better chance at winning, because I do think yes. that RB is deservingly favored at home. You know, they should be favored at home, but not by that much, in my opinion. Um, the double chance is plus 110. So I'm going double chance. I could certainly see them holding Leipzig to at least a draw. I, I could definitely see them getting a result. Obviously, both teams will want to win to try to keep pace with Byron, who's playing Bochum and probably will put up like six goals. Um but I, I I love Union here at a double chance opportunity at plus money. I'll think I'm drawing no bet plus two sixty. So no problem with that. It's it's so tough for me to say because Coach has been so fucking spot on all year with Union that I can't doubt him. But Red Bull is one of those teams that I just can't seem to get right. Like I, if I bet them, they lose. If I bet against them, they fucking show out. Um, well, they cost I, me a, a nice parlay on the weekend. Remember. 
Uh, I had that Bundesliga parlay on Saturday. I texted you, and they ended up drawing zero zero. Had a goal called off by VAR, and that was all they really yeah. produced. And I, I mean, that's exactly my, my point. Saturday, so I, I can never get them right. So, so be wary of that. But you've been so spot on with Union that I hope they carry on. I'd love to see them get the win here. And speaking of teams, I can't seem to get right. We have unbanned Juventus. We have turned the tide. I, I now. Unofficially, I think I have two straight wins with Juve, but officially as a pod lock, I am on a one-game Juventus winning streak. I'm taking them on the money line this week, minus 130 at home, Fiorentina. Two things at stake here. Two things, I'm sorry, happening here. Juventus are starting to look decent as they get healthy. I think the team is starting to rally around each other a little bit. Younger guys, uh, they shipped out McKenney. Younger guys are getting some more playing time. Um, you know, they, they're, they're starting to figure it out um which you know seventh place isn't outside of the realm of possibility for them believe it or not um and then thing two which is more important Fiorentina are just awful uh, i think their coach is a fraud uh it, his bullshit modern football is a fraud they have strikers that can't score goals their best contributions are coming from the midfield and guys coming off of the bench um and they've beat exactly zero teams above them in the table so nothing leads me to believe that they could beat juventus especially um you know, on this uh, this match day here. So I got to go Juve. It's crazy, too, because Amrabat was like one of those guys that was like being touted around all and linked to every Premier League club in, in January. And However, Scott, on this podcast, you know that there are three people who said this dude is overrated, that he's a walking yellow card, that he gives the ball away five times a game. He did have an exceptional World Cup, but three people sitting here were not fooled. We know we know the World Cup bump for some players on the transfer oh market, right? It's Enzo, Enzo, Robin yes. Olsen. Point <laughs> done. Yeah, guys, enough of that. Hit us with the pod lock. Coach Steve is going to take us through it. Just a reminder: thirteen and three on the season, seven straight wins, uh, seven and a half units up on the year. Coach, how are people making money this week? I, I dug this one up. Bologna versus Monza, both teams to score at minus 125 in 2023, which is six league matches for each team so far. Monza has scored in all six league matches. Bologna has scored in the last five in the league. The only one they didn't score was a one nothing loss to Roma, where they had a goal cleared off the line at the death. Uh, also, both teams have only kept one league clean sheet in 2023. So this seems like the perfect recipe for both teams to score, in my opinion. Yeah, Bologna's been hot. They've been a good team for us. Uh, you guys may remember we had them a few times earlier. We've had their team totals before. They get contributions from a lot of different players. You never know who the hell is going to be in the starting lineup, uh, which is kind of crazy. It's not like we could bank on one guy. Or Nautovic has been hurt for like three months now, I feel like. Um, but Tiago Mota's got them playing ball. Um, yeah. So that's awesome. And Monza's been kind of – they kind of turned into the team we thought they might be. When yep. they got promoted, right? Made all those signings early on in the year. Started off like shit. Didn't win a game Took for like five weeks. But now they're starting to figure it out. They're getting a lot of goals. It's another team that scores from set pieces. Um, so I, I definitely, I mean, guys, if you're going to take one pick every week, I, I mean, after you listen to us for a fucking hour, I hope you take seven, eight, nine, or ten of them. But if you take one pick, it's the podlock. It's on fire. Yeah. Hasn't lost uh, in 2023. Has not. I feel good about this one. I was going to say it's like Newcastle. Now, who did you just tell me was undefeated in 2023? Who, me? Or 
or somebody just said somebody was undefeated in 2023, or was it that Liverpool only have one point in 2023? Oh, Liverpool have one. I'm sorry. We Uh And both of these teams, like their goal differential is almost even, which tells you that they they give up as much as they score. They're both minus sure three, and they both score over a goal a game. Um, yes. I'm, I'm just looking at it now. Bologna 28 goals in um, 21 matches, have conceded 31. Moans at 27 scored, and 30 conceded in yes. 21. So, and this is one game. Rest before it. Do not be worried if it's like the 50th, 60th minute, and there are no goals. These teams both thrive in that final, like that, like 60 to 80 minute interval right there. That I feel like that's where all these goals come from. When the fresh legs come on, Back. that 60 minute sub period. All right, boys. Well, that will wrap it up. Thank you all again for listening. Like, share, subscribe, retweet. Appreciate give, your support. Give us a review on one of the yeah, give platforms us a review. where you listen. Um, again, guys, up, you know, almost 40 units on the year. 10 picks a week, all one-unit games. We're not giving out five-unit games. We're not giving out Supermax Whales. Literally slow and steady. Most of our wins pick up seven, eight, you know, 0. 0.7, 0. 0.8 units. Um crushing the game so thank you guys for following along see you next week